Welcome to Spotlighting the Indie Author, a podcast created to shine the light on the indie author with book reviews and interviews. With a dash of writing wisdom tossed in, I'm Joseph Clay. Hi, I'm Nina Turnipseed, and this is Spotlighting the Indie Authors. Quick draw around with today's special guest, John W. Wood. John, who is your favorite author? W.E.B. Griffin. All right. And your favorite movie of all time? Oh, I love The Wild Bunch. All right. And what's your favorite type of music? Oh, rock and roll. Good answer. Um, your favorite food? Oh, Mexican. Beer, wine, or whiskey? I don't drink. A cat or a dog person? Both. Okay. And your favorite superhero and or villain? Uh, the Phantom. Cool. Do you like slacks and a tie or blue jeans and a t-shirt? Oh, blue jeans and a t-shirt now. Another good answer. All right. Uh, what is your favorite sport? Football. Okay. And would you rather wrestle a bear or an alligator? Oh, well, I guess if I had to, I guess I'd take a bear. What was your reasoning behind you that you'd rather wrestle a bear than an alligator? Uh, I just had to pick one or the other. <laughs> 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 and uh, the uh, the bear was because of the uh, in my story uh, my uh, character uh, Isaiah Crow fights a bear. Oh, does he? Okay, all right. Thank you, John, for playing our quick draw round. Thank you, John and Nina. Stay tuned to learn more about John W. Wood in his latest novel, Morte. Death is what I do. Plus his other literary works. That's right. Today's show is another doubleheader, along with talking to John. Nina and I will be reviewing Morate, Death is What I Do. Morate, Death is What I Do, is a military thriller and suspense novel that's packed full of action. Anyone who likes a tale about special operatives will enjoy this book. Before we go any further, I would like to personally apologize to everyone in advance. I have no doubt that I will mispronounce the first word on the title of this book we are reviewing today. Morite is spelled M-U-E-R-T-E. Now that that's out of the way, let's turn it over to Dan and the reading of the book blurb. Take it away, Dano. Within the shadows of the U.S. government, a decision has been made to declare war on the drug trade. Only a few know about this no-holds-barred war. Colonel Ethan Wade, USMC, has been assigned to place a mole within the Mexican cartel. Colonel Wade calls upon a man from within his black ops team, Ricardo Rico Garcia also known by his marine handle, Muerte. Rico is known within Black Ops as a speed killer and is given free reign to do whatever needs to be done to destroy the drug trade. Rico's cover is layers deep, and neither the DEA, FBI, nor Homeland Security know anything of his primary mission. But when someone from his past gets stirred into the mix, someone who knows who Rico is and where he comes from, things get complicated. Recruited by the cartel to spy on Rico, the two end up on a one-way ride to the desert. A ride whose results will wreak havoc across the United States and redefine the balance of power in the country. There are some people who think you have to hate them in order to shoot them. I don't think you do. It's just business. Marine General Jim Mad Dog Mattis. Before we continue, I'd like to say this. Nina, being the trooper she is, was not feeling well and had some personal issues that she was dealing with when we started recording this episode. With only three segments left, all of those pertaining to the book review itself, she could no longer continue. Please put her in your prayers. Now, as they say, the show must go on. Back to the book review. My original plan was not to read the quote by my favorite military man, General Jim 
Mad Dog, Mattis, found it at the end of the book blurb. Dan thought it would come across better if the quote, since it was not part of the blurb, was read by a different person. So, hey, I volunteered. I used two of his quotes in my book, Which is Dilemma. The first, be polite, be professional, but have a plan to kill everyone you meet. The other, I can't quote as it will change the rating of the podcast. Besides Mad Dog, Mr. Mattis has a couple of more nicknames, Chaos and Warrior Monk. Although the general was a great military strategist, it's more about his quotes. These sayings are clever and are used to reach a certain mindset when it comes to life and death situations. The quote appears on the back of the book due to the protagonist in Morate, Death is What I Do. Rico Garcia has a job to do. If that job entitles killing, so be it. There's no feelings, hate, love, or guilt towards the victims. Rico has to do what it takes to achieve the mission's goal. However, there is one character that Rico runs across that he despises and is looking forward to killing him. Of course, this character feels the same way about Rico. Will Rico get his wish or will his adversary strike first? Like General Mattis, Rico has a nickname, or is referred to in the book, a marine handle, Morate, which is Spanish for death. This was Rico's calling card, so to speak. If you met Rico on the streets, this may be the introduction you received. Hello, my name is Rico. On the streets, they call me Morate, because death is what I do. In Morate, Death is What I Do, the author uses current issues, making the story relevant, along with bringing these problems to the forefront. Naturally, the story deals with the drug cartels. John W. Wood also brings up that another way the drug cartels are making money is through human trafficking. Both of these are major world concerns. The human trafficking caused an unusual, intense situation for Rico. He recognized one of the ladies. She recognized him. Did Rico's disguise work or was his cover blown? I'll be back with John W. Wood to talk about this novel that is full of twists and turns, along with his other writings and his works in progress. But first, here's Nina with more info on John W. Wood. Yeah, I can do that. John W. Wood was born in February of 1941 and raised in Flint, Michigan. John served in the United States Marines, was a California peace officer, and owned and operated a private security business. In 2003, John retired to Las Vegas, Nevada. He began writing using his experiences and knowledge of the military and police. Besides Moarte, Death is What I Do, John has written a series entitled The House of Crow. The series consists of three books, White Crow, The Crow Legacy, and The House of Crow. John has also penned a novella called With Deadly Purpose. The links to John W. Wood's author profiles and websites, along with his social media accounts, can be found in the show notes. Now that we know about the author, John W. Wood, let's hear from him. It's my pleasure to introduce author John W. Wood. Thanks for being on the show, John. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. First and foremost, we at Spotlighting the Indie Author would like to thank you for your military and public service. How many total years between the Marines and California police officers? Uh, about a total of uh, 18, uh, 18 years. All right. Nina stated in your bio you retired in 2003 and began writing. Did you have any desire to be an author before 2003? Well, I did try uh, writing several times, but uh, 
it, it just never clicked with me. Okay. There's no time like the present, I guess. <laughs> Before we get to the most recent book, Morate, Death is What I Do, I would like to discuss some of your earlier writings. Which one came first, the House of Crow series or with Deadly Purpose? Uh, the House of Crow series came first. The first book, uh, The House of Crow, uh, that was my first book. A uh, Marine friend of mine uh, in California, he, he read the book and then he said he wished that uh, there had been more about White Crow, the father of uh, the main character in The House of Crow. Mm -hmm. And so I went back and wrote the book of White Crow. And then I realized that there was more to the story uh, in between White Crow and The House of Crow. And I wrote The Crow Legacy. Okay. So, I wrote it backwards. Hey, that's all right. You know they say that <laughs> they say that the original Star Wars, the first one that came out that George Lucas did, uh -huh. that was actually the middle of that whole caboodle mess of of the Star Wars trilogy started out to be. Then it was I actually think it wound up be about six or seven movies. So yep. if if he can, if he can do it as a movie producer, we can do it as writers. We can start anywhere there we want go. to. Okay, according to your emails and Facebook, the House of Crow series is doing well in the UK. Congratulations! Tell me what Thank that you. tell me what that series is about. Well, the story is a, a turn of the century story about uh, a young man raised by uh, the Crow Indians, and uh, he's at a later date in his life uh, he meets uh, one of the Mountain Men, who teaches him how to read and write, and uh -huh. uh, he goes with the Mountain Man, and uh, ends up in. Uh, California, uh, and and the story goes from there, and the uh, they become uh, the the Crow family becomes uh, one of the uh, powerful families in the United in the United States. All right, what gave you the inspiration to write the House of Crow series? Uh, well, I was going through a bad time in my life uh, a number of years ago, and uh, I uh, to uh, keep my mind off of what was going on, I sat down at the computer and started writing about a man on a train. And uh, it, <laughs> it ended up, excuse me, ended up being the House of Crow. It uh, went from a paragraph to uh, 400 pages. All right, it's amazing how some of us get inspiration. Sometimes, sometimes it just starts out as a one line, or like you said, a paragraph, and goes from there. Yes. Tell the listeners about with deadly purpose. Well, deadly purpose deals with post-traumatic stress disorder. Two two uh, Marines who get out of the service uh, uh the first marine uh, he uh, uh he's been badly wounded and uh, he gets out uh, on a medical he he uh, marries a young lady who is killed uh by uh during a gunfight between uh, they assume as two uh drug dealers and so he starts hunting for him well the other uh, the girl uh her brother is his brother-in-law they're both marines and so they the stories about them hunting them down, but mixed through the whole story, uh, there are police officers that fought in different uh, in different wars, Vietnam, uh, Desert Storm, and so forth, and it deals with their with their uh, battle, <clears throat> excuse me, with post traumatic stress disorder. I have a son who did three or four tours in Afghanistan and Iraq, and he suffers from post traumatic stress disorder. Uh, yes, and I can. First, I don't suffer from it, but I can see firsthand how it affects people. I mean, he almost jumped a six-foot fence up here one time because the fireworks were started going off, and you know he wouldn't expect it. Oh yes. Okay. Well, everybody that reads the book uh, always says that they uh, they're they're totally surprised that the uh, they didn't see the ending coming. 
several of my Marine friends were, <laughs> were actually shocked by it. Well, that's good. That's good. Now, to Morate, death is what I do. How did you come up with the excellent plot for this book and its interesting characters? Uh, well, Morate is about uh, a black ops uh, operator, again, a Marine. And uh, he, uh, the decision has been made within the uh, United <laughs> States government to do an all-out war hidden from the uh, public uh, on the uh, drug trade. And no holds barred. Ricardo Garcia, Rico, is uh, known as Muerte within the black ops operation, which means, uh, of course, in Spanish, death. And uh, they send him in. He's supposed to infiltrate the uh, drug Mexican drug cartel, and he ends up being the head of the Mexican drug cartel. All right. Which, of course, creates havoc. Right. <laughs> I like the way the book actually deals with stuff that's actually happening today. The sex trade, the drug cartels, and it's sort all that stuff sort of gets pushed back with all the other stuff that's happening in the world. But those are those are issues that should be up top. Correct. Your bio also mentioned that your stories reflect your experience and knowledge of the military and police. Did any part of Morate death is what I do come from personal experiences? All of the story is based on people I have uh, met or worked with. Uh, everything from the police to the bad guys. I either met the men, uh, men like them, or uh, men and women who uh, fought and brought these people to justice. Uh, I worked with a lot of different uh, organizations throughout the world. How realistic are some of the tactics and maneuvers used in the novel? Example, is tearing karate a real thing? Oh, yes, it's a, it's a real thing. It's, a, it's an advanced art. It's not something that uh, the average uh, martial artist would know. But uh, yes, it does exist. And all the maneuvers uh, uh, used in the uh, in the book are things that actually uh, are used and do happen. Yes. Okay. All right. So you you can't learn this down at your local dojo. It's you got to be. Uh, no. no <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You incorporate Spanish with within the dialogue and a few of the chapter titles. Are you fluent in Spanish? No, not at all. I'm. Uh, I have very bad hearing. Matter of fact, I'm going for hearing aids uh, pretty soon. And uh, to pick up the, uh, the subtle sounds within a language and so forth, I have a very difficult time picking it up. So I can say some very uh, uh, inappropriate things <laughs> uh, by mistake. Okay. I love the cover. Who designed it? Well, the cover was designed by my uh, publisher, uh, Next Chapter. Uh, all the covers uh, of my books are, uh, are done by them, and uh, I think they do an excellent job. They do. Uh, me and you, I think it was you on Facebook, you have a set of bookends, and they have a skull and a raven, I think, on them. Yes, my birthday present. Yes, that, I thought that was you. I have the same set of bookends. If you put a skull oh, on a, yes, if you put a skull on a book and a raven on a book, I'm going to buy it. Right, it's just the way I am. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm into skulls and ravens, especially you know when they go together like that. That's All right. cool. Tell us what comes next. Once again, I read on Facebook that you have a collection of short stories that is either being finished or somewhere in the works. Is that what's coming up? Yes, uh, I have. Uh, it's, a, it's a small book of poems and uh, short stories that uh, I've uh, written and uh, kind of tucked off to one side, and I realized I had enough for a book, and uh, 
I'm going to use the, the book, the uh, prophets from the book, uh, for my uh, friend uh, uh, James Spears. His name uh, they call Boats, and uh, he's, he runs a group of about 56,000 uh, sailors. And he, on his own dime, <clears throat> excuse me, on his own dime, goes out and uh, uh, stays with terminally ill uh, sailors who are alone, don't have anybody with them. Profits from that book will go uh, to help help uh, James. All right. Well, you make sure you let us know when that book comes out, and we'll push the heck out of it to make sure he gets all the funds he needs. Well, that's great. That's wonderful. Thank you yeah. so much. No problem. Okay, before I let you go, i like to talk about one of the most amazing groups that I've ever found on Facebook, and that's the Electric Bookshelf. And by the way, if there's any indie authors listening, or for that any matter, avid readers, you can find a lot of great books there on Facebook. I'll put a link to that in the show notes so everybody can find it. But John, you're listed as the moderator. Did you start the group? And please yes, tell everyone who, all right, so you did start it. All right, tell everyone what the purpose of the group is. Well, the purpose of the group is uh, for authors to, uh, of course, post their, their book so others can see it. And uh, it's open to, uh, to readers also, uh, not necessarily people who are writing, but people who are looking for, uh, for books, like to know, uh, like to meet the authors if they can. And uh, we also uh, share and uh, try to help each other out. Somebody posts their book, uh, I share it. I post a book, they share it. So it, it helps uh, spread the, uh, the word about our writings, and uh, uh, we have a lot of fun also. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I, li- I love the page myself. Now, me and you talked earlier in the week, and you also started another group that was for audiobook narrators. How's that one going? Yes, right. Like you say, audiobooks, uh, to post your books so others can see it. But it's also for uh, narrators who uh, let people know who want to have their book made into audiobook. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can meet and hook up. So it uh, kind of helps everybody. And there's people who really don't know how to uh, publish or produce a uh, audiobook. So we try to help them on it all we can. Yeah, that's true. I'm one of those people that have no idea where to start, so I'll definitely find that page, too. And plus, I'm going to tell Kelly, one of our co-hosts here, she narrates uh-huh. books. And so I'm going to tell her about the pages. So, oh, great. Yeah. We appreciate all you do on Facebook, John. We might not tell you all the time, but we appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. All right, John. Once again, thank you for stopping by. It was great having you here, and we wish you nothing but continued success. Well, thank you so much. Oh, uh, if I may... Uh, one note, uh, uh, my book, uh, White Crow, uh, it was number one bestseller in England today. Again? Again, third time. Third time. Okay, I knew it happened. It had already happened twice. <laughs> I'm confused about how that happens. I mean, I'm a writer, too. I sell my books on Amazon. But if I list uh-huh. it on Amazon, John, does the U.K. automatically pick it up over there, or do you have to list it specially for the U.K.? How does that work? Oh, it's uh, listed on Amazon U.K., uh, if you uh, go online, you just uh, uh, put uh, Amazon.com slash UK, I believe. But uh, uh, it'll come up, and uh, you just use your uh, Amazon uh, entry ID and so forth, and it'll hook you up there. But then you can go through and look at your books and see how they're doing over there. Okay. That's a good tip for all of us, because I had no idea if I just needed to list it, like I said, on the regular Amazon that I deal with and it automatically goes to the UK or if I needed to try to list it so the UK people could see it. 
So thank you for that bit of information, too. That's very helpful. Okay. Well, you can do that with uh, Australia, Spain, any of the uh, different countries. Okay. That is great information. Like I said, Spotlighting the Indie Author, we push people's books, but we also use our platform as a tool to teach other indie authors. So you you have brought up a bunch of great stuff today, and we deeply appreciate that. Okay, well, everybody's welcome over on our uh, on our site. Uh, we'll look forward to, uh, to having them come join up with us. And like I said, I'll put the links to uh, both of those Facebook pages down in the show notes. Super. Thank you so much. All right, no problem, John. Here's Nina with info on where you can purchase Morte, Death is What I Do, along with formats and pricing and more. Morte, Death is What I Do, by author John W. Wood, genre Fiction, action, thriller and suspense, subcategory, war and military, and military thrillers. Release date, May 14, 2020. Page count, depending on format, pocketbook, or large print, the page count is between 285 and 346 pages. Marte, Death is What I Do, is available in the following formats from Amazon. Ebook, $2.99. Paperback, $9.99. Paperback large print, $14.99. Hardback, $39.99. Audiobook in production. Spotlighting the indie author purchased the paperback, large print, for review and to support the author. Do you have a passion for supporting and helping the indie author get noticed? If so, you can help by partnering with Spotlighting the Indie Author. All donations will help offset Spotlighting the Indie Author podcast and the Corral Online magazine. The link to our patron page and our PayPal donation link, along with the corral, can be found in the show notes. Time to cover the fundamentals. Book cover and blurb. Editing and formatting, along with plot and characters. Spotlighting the indie author has mentioned on numerous occasions, a professionally done cover and a great book blurb work together to sell a book. I found this cover sharp with great colors, and is what drew me to the book as I like skulls and ravens. Heck, my Facebook profile is a cowboy hat, sunglass-wearing skull. Skulls and ravens are cool. When you see one, you know death has been there before you. The question you have to ask yourself, will death return before I depart? With the skull on the cover and the book blurb ending in a quote from Mad Dog, I didn't hesitate heading to the checkout. Did the blurb meet the ideal blurb criteria? Almost. The book blurb contained 206 words. That's 56 words over ideal length. Other than that, the blurb nails the remaining criteria. Sometimes my love of skulls leads me to purchase a book that doesn't live up to the cover. Same with the blurb. They both can be deceiving. Not so with Mortec. Death is what I do. I give the cover and blurb two thumbs up. Now to editing and formatting. Mortec. Death is what I do is a prime example of why all independent authors should have their books edited and formatted by professionals. This novel had no major issues with either. The only thing I found odd, the printed version of the book contained no table of contents. The plot was an excellent one. As I stated before, I liked the way it dealt with issues that are in the news. I found no glaring plot holes and it was straightforward. Laying out the goal and moving toward that goal 
with a good pace. The character development was also good. The only problem, and I have been guilty of this, the protagonist, Rico, at times appears to be indestructible. The supporting cast in Morte, Death is What I Do, were realistic and all had different personalities and were well done. Before I award the stars, we'll take a short break for the josephbclay.com's book and any news in a flash. Welcome to josephbclay.com's book and indie news in a flash with Kelly Winkler. Filling in for Kelly is none other than yours truly. White Crow, part of John W. Wood's series, The House of Crow, was listed on Amazon UK as the number one bestseller, June 1st, 2020. John W. Wood likes to give his readers options. His books are available in a variety of print options as well as ebook. All titles are now available in audiobooks, except Morite, which is in production. Are you in need of some cold cash? The Crowd magazine has yet to award a winner for its visual writing prompt time test. Have you met Jack O'Lantern? Deadline for entry August the 31st, 2020. Get those entries in and take home the prize, plus have your story published in the fall edition. Visit the website for the details. Links can be found in the show notes. Intro outro music for today's show, Thriller Announcement number 5, by ZIGI2, courtesy of Freesound. Podcast background music, Never Stop Dreaming, by Crescent Music, courtesy of Shutterstock, Inc. The sound effect credits can be found in the show notes. Now back to awarding the stars to Morite, Death is What I Do. I like the fact that this author gives the readers a wide range of formats, e-books, printed versions, paper, and hardback. Some of the novels, like Morite, Death is What I Do, are available in large print for the readers who have vision issues. The novels are also available as audiobooks. Morite, Death is What I Do, is an interesting story that will for the most part keep the reader in suspense and on the edge of their seat. There was a couple of instances where I could figure out what was coming up next or knew the outcome was not what was portrayed. The protagonist, Rico, had a traumatic experience in Afghanistan at the beginning of the book. This only surfaced once or twice after that. I would have liked to have seen Rico deal with this issue more. Why? Joan Clay, the director of contest for The Crowd, was scheduled to review this book. She put it down after the first chapter due to the event above and withdrew from the review. If the event has that kind of reaction on a reader, it should affect the character more. I didn't like the use of the parentheses throughout the story as to me they slowed the tale down. They were used to translate languages and to explain acronyms. Maybe a glossary could have been used. I felt the ending was rushed. At times, I felt like I was reading a newspaper as there was more telling of the events than showing. However, my overall opinion of the book, it's worth the money. As far as a star rating goes, spotlighting the indie author awards Morite, Death is What I Do by John W. Wood. 4.25 stars out of five and a round of applause. That's a wrap on the book review of Morite, Death is What I Do by John W. Wood. Nina, is our next show a book review, interview, 
or another double feature. In episode 10 of Spotlighting the Indie Author, which airs August 15, 2020, that show will be a book review of Red Sandy Cat Detective. Jay Stone is the author of this fictional, humorous satire, which comes in ebook format only. JoJo, back in episode five, and what's coming up next, you mentioned you were going to see if Jay Stone wanted to be on the podcast. Is it going to be a surprise guest? Now, if I tell you, that wouldn't be a surprise now, would it? I did reach out to Jay Stone. He furnished the info on book two in the series, but didn't show any interest on being on the podcast. Hmm, that hurts my feelings. Here's something to put a smile on your face. Our very own cat lady, Christy Warren, will be helping us review Red Sandy, Cat Detective. All right, that's great. She not only is one of my favorite people to work with, I'll have some help keeping you in line. I can't wait to hear what she has to say about Red Sandy Cat Detective. Everyone, make sure you hit the subscribe button. That way, you will never miss an episode. Till then, I would like to thank all of you for listening to Spotlighting the Indie Author. Till we meet again, hugs, mm-mm-mm, and kisses. Nina. The show notes will also contain the following. The link to Spotlighting the Indie Author's podcast webpage, the links to the host of today's show, along with the guest, links to Spotlighting the Indie Author's blog. The blog will include any information obtained about the guest or books after the podcast aired. The podcast notes will also have the technical data on the recording of today's show. This was Episode 9, a 2020 production of Spotlighting the Indie Author, a josephpclay.com podcast. That will do it for this episode. Till next time, remember, nothing is instant. Even death takes one last breath.